Okay, go ahead, Evangelist, read. What do you mean, everyone um, who think Evangelist read with burning souls apostolic ministry? And tonight's topic um, will be invitation to a conference. And um, I'm just going to go ahead and start in prayer. I just want to thank those who have joined this evening. And we can all bow our heads at this time. Dear Father God, I come to you this evening to say thank you for allowing us to gather in your holy name. I pray that you please bless my tongue as I deliver this message this evening. evening Lord. I pray that you please bless this message to be heard by all of your children that need to hear it. I pray that you please provide understanding as well. Please guide your lost children back to your kingdom, Lord. May we, when I say we, believers of you and those of us who have faith in you, Lord Jesus. I pray that we be examples and we be lights to those who are in darkness. And I pray that you just please bless this word this evening. Guide me as I provide it. Right. Thank you. Amen. Um, right. So tonight's topic um, or title will be invitation to a conference, and I do want to start off by reading verses by reading uh, Isaiah chapter one, verses fifteen through twenty. And when ye spread forth your hands. I will hide mine eyes from you. Yeah, when I when ye make any many prayers, I will not hear. Your hands are full of blood. Wash ye, make you clean. Put away the evil of your doings from before mine eyes. Cease to do evil. Learn to do well. Seek judgment. Relieve the oppressed. Judge the fatherless. Plead for the widow. Come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. But if ye refuse and rebel, ye shall be devoured with the sword. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. So, um, these verses... Know, kind of start off the message this evening basically saying that um, you know the Lord wants us to come and uh, wash ourselves um, not you know not literally but you know wash us in you know turning to him um, cleansing our spirit cleansing our soul cleansing our uh, body mind and spirit from any wickedness um, because if we Knowingly, even even with the conviction God provides, and we knowingly continue to have sinful nature, um, you know, purposely doing things that's displeasing to the Lord, um, God would not hear our prayers. Um, so we need to, you know, wash ourselves in the Word, um, wash ourselves from our sins by, you know, asking. 
by repenting, asking God for his forgiveness, um, giving ourselves to the Lord, allowing him to guide our steps, um, things like that. Sinful nature, uh, the sinful nature that men possess, and when I say men, I, I do mean men and women, um, it is terrible. The sinful condition of men is terrible in the extreme. Set forth vividly in previous ch in previous verses in the chapter. They are altogether alienated from God, um, and when I say they, those who continue to when you learn the Word and you're learning your Bible and you're becoming closer to God and you're learning what is pleasing and not pleasing to Him, those who are continuing to sin and um, you know not coming to God in repentance, um, allowing the Lord to our path, um, we become alienated from God. Sinful men do not care to think, consider, and look matters in the face. Yet to this distasteful duty, they are urged. If they reason, they rather reason against God than together with him. So those who are committing sin will prefer to, um, know find a reason that is not in the Bible that is not something that has been preached to them by you know doers and sayers of the word God's word they are when they when sinful people um, consider and try to reason when it comes to their sin most of the time it's in favor of the sin it's not in favor of God so when they do, even though they, even though they're able to reason and things like that, they will prefer to re reason against God, excuse me, instead of with God in order to understand why this sin is displeasing to the Lord and how it can, um, how it could be detrimental to our spirit, um, and, you know, just our growth, our relationship with Christ, things like that. Here the proposal is not to discuss, but to treat with a view of reconciliation. This also ungodly hearts decline. So God wants our, so when God, so this invitation to a conference, it's, in a way it's like a, um, a, like a meeting with, let's say like a meeting with the Lord. And, you know, the Lord is trying to not necessarily discuss all your sins with you and go over every single one, like, why did you do this, why did you do that? But he, he's coming to us with a heart of reconciliation. He wants to, you know, provide us with peace in our spirit, show us why these things are not uh, fruitful to our lives and, you know, bringing us prosperity. And he wants us to turn away from that sin. But ungodly hearts, um, those who prefer to reason against God than together with Him, um, you know, they will decline this reconciliation, this conference with the Lord. They prefer to attend to ceremonial observances. Outward performances are easier and do not require thought. Yet the matter is one which demands most serious discussion and deserves it. For God, the soul 
heaven and hell are involved in it. Never was wise counsel more desirable. It is most gracious on the Lord's part to suggest a conference. Kings do not often invite criminals to reason with them. The invitation is a pledge that he desires peace. He's willing to forgive and anxious to set us right. So the invitation to, you know, the invitation to pray with God, the invitation to come into his house, you know, churches, um, you know, prayer, church, um, prayer, church, things like that. These are different ways that, you know, we can be in, you know, in relationship with God, in conference with God to, for him to make it clear to us the the negative, um, you know, the negative repercussions of our actions, and, and it's not even more so about that, but you know that is that can be brought to light. But he more so just wants peace with us. He wants us to live in peace. Um, he's willing to forgive us. You know, he sent his only son to sacrifice himself on the cross for us. He's willing to forgive. He wants us to have peace. And he is anxious to set us right. And I want to read, um, I want to read Psalm 9, Psalm 9 with you all before I go into the next, uh, so Psalm 9, I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will shoot forth all thy marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in thee. I will sing praise to thy name, O thou most high. When my enemies are turned back, they shall fall and perish at thy presence. For thou hast maintained my right and my cause. Thou saddest in the throne, judging upright, judging right. Thou hast rebuked the heathen, thou hast destroyed the wicked, thou hast put out their name forever and ever. O thou enemy, Destructions are to come to a perpetual end. Thou hast destroyed cities, their, their memorial is perished with them. But the Lord shall endure forever. He hath, perfect, he hath prepared his throne for judgment. He shall judge the world in righteousness. He shall minister judgment to the people in uprightness. The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed refuge in times of trouble and they that know thy name will put their trust in thee for thou Lord has not forsaken them that seek thee sing praises to the Lord which dwelleth in Zion declare among the people his doings when he maketh inquisition for blood he remembereth them for God he forgetteth not the cry of the humble mercy upon me, O Lord. Consider my trouble, which I suffer of them that hate me. Thou that liftest me up from the gates of death, that I may shew forth all thy praise in the gates of the daughter of Zion, I will rejoice in thy salvation. The heathen are sunk down in the pit that they made, and the net which they hid is their own foot taken. Lord is known by the judgment which he executed. The wicked is snared in the work of his own hands. Zion, Salah. The 
wicked shall be turned into hell, and all the nations that forget God. For the needy shall not always be forgotten. The exception of the poor shall not perish forever. Arise, O Lord, let not man prevail. Let the heathen be judged in thy sight. Put them in fear, O Lord, that the nations may know themselves to be but men. That was Psalm 9, um, <coughs> excuse me, um, which is a praise to God for deliverance. So a praise to God for when we are so deep. As I was discussing before, um, you know, those ungodly hearts that decline to conference with God, to come into prayer with God, to come into God's uh, house of worship, so, you know, such as church um, and things like that. Those, uh, so un ungodly hearts decline that. But those of us who accept the Lord, we will, we will be able to praise God for deliverance. God has rebuked the heathen, destroyed the wicked. Um, the Lord shall endure forever. He hath prepared his throne for judgment. He shall judge the world in righteousness. He shall minister judgment to the people in uprightness. God wants to judge us fairly, judge us in uprightness. He doesn't want to, um, you know, he doesn't want to punish us for our sins. He wants us to come to him and be delivered from sin, from wickedness, um, bounds to wickedness, you know, any love for wickedness, love for sin. He wants to deliver us from that. And when those who are, uh, those who are ungodly, those who decline to come into conference with God, they won't be able to sing the praises of deliverance and experience the peace that God wants to have, wants to provide us, um, they won't be able to experience that, unfortunately. But those of us who have, um, who have and continue on a regular basis to, you know, conference with God, pray, attend church, attend Bible study, um, read our Bible, share God's good works with others. Um, be a light to those who uh, who may be lost or you know, kind of teetering there, you know, halfway, one foot in the world, one foot with God, or you know, those who have been um, I'm not sure what the word I'm looking for is, but like those have, who have been deterred from church for whatever reason, who have been deterred from their relationship with God, from Christianity, for whatever reason, you know, God wants us to be a light to those people. Praise God for the deliverance that He has blessed us with, and show those ungodly hearts who decline conference with the Lord. We can show them, um, you know, God's light. The one main ground of difference is mentioned: though your sins be as scarlet, God calls the most glaring sinners to come to Him, knowing them to be such. And scarlet. Um, definition of scarlet um, is of a brilliant red color. So this is, you know, bold. Our sins, our sins are bold. Um, and they're, you know, they are hard to miss. God, God knows what we have done. He hasn't missed anything. And God 
and looks low. So when we do things that are displeasing to him, you know, they are, the sins are as scarlet. They are uh, unescapable to him. And when I say unescapable, they're there. He won't miss them. And even with him not missing them, he still doesn't want to punish us. You know, the punishments that we feel a lot of times are just spiritual torment, detriment because of the things that we are participating in, at, whether it's activity, whether it's, you know, anything that is sinful um, towards God, those things bring spiritual torment. So we, it's, it's not even God, it's us partaking in things that are, you know, um, bringing us this type of torment to our spirit. Um, when we, you know, when we turn away from God's word and participate in sin, be of the world instead of God, rejoicing in his holy name, um, coming into conference with him, praying with him, um, attending church, attending Bible study, reading our Bible, um, strengthening our relationship. Um, God calls the most glaring sinners to come to him, knowing them to be as such. So he knows he knows we sin. And before some of us were saved, you know, we were participating in things on a regular basis. You know, we all may sin, but um, you know, when we're unknowing of the word and ignorant to the word, when we're not reading the Bible, we don't know, we can't do what we don't know. So we're even more, um, we, at that time, you know, when we're babes in Christ, or even before we get to that point where we're babes in Christ, um, you know, we're, we're just, not just sinners, but, you know, we're, we're glaring sinners, but God still wants us to come to him, he wants to transform us, he wants to cleanse our spirit, he wants to wash us, he wants to make us renewed, restoration, he wants to turn stony hearts back into hearts of flesh. He wants us to love one another, honor his word, um, things like that. This ground of difference, God himself will remove. They shall be as white as snow. They shall be as white as snow. He will forgive, and so end the quarrel. The quarrel in our spirit, um, the quarrel that we're having on the outward, um, on the outer so when I say like the core in our spirit you know maybe we've been having nightmares maybe we can't sleep maybe we haven't been feeling good and it's like coming from the sin that we are partaking in so this is like um, you know quarrel within ourselves you know it's like a internal fight that we're constantly that's we're constantly fighting against but it's with ourselves on the inside and a lot of times those types of things do come out so you may have a daily attitude and you don't know why you have a daily attitude um you just kind of equate it to just you know oh i'm just moody or this that and the third but a lot of times it's what's on the inside of us in our spirit coming out and pouring out in our daily life when we are um we're declining to conference with god will remove the offense perfectly. He will remove forever the guilt of sin. He will discharge the penalty of sin. He will destroy the dominion of sin. And he will prevent the return of sin. 
singular greatness of your sins red like crimson this is met by a great atonement which cleanses from all sin the long continuance of your sin cloth dyed scarlet has lain long in the dye the blood of Jesus cleanses at once the light against which your sins were committed this puts a glaring color upon them but all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven which your sins create they are so glaring that they are ever before you yet they shall be washed out by the blood of the Lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world so the despair in which your sins create so when we sin um, like what I touched on previously uh, you know spiritual disparity this despair even though we're going through it with ourselves internally um, you know because it's our spirit it pours out on the outside of us and it affects us in you know relationships with our friends with our significant others it can affect people in their marriages it can affect people at work um you know this disparity can can really just pour out and um you know it's glaring to god it's this disparity is glaring to god he and jesus um you know jesus died for our sins washed it wants to continue to cleanse us and make us new um, with his blood certain scarlet cloth is first dyed in the grain and then dyed in the pieces it is thus double dyed and so are we with regard to the guilt of sin we are double dyed for we are all sinners by birth and sinners by practice when we come into this world, um, we, you know, we're just babies. We don't know God's word. We can't read the Bible. It's it's up to, and that's a, a reason why it is important that we, as lovers of Christ and doers of His word, are um, something that I not to go off topic, but something that I have, you know, realized in my relationship with God is how important it is to be. Um, as a as an aunt as a um like I'm out of my teen years like I'm, I'm a woman I'm a you know, grown up it's so important that myself and others um you know in my position or you know even those who are older than me uh, men and women alike that we are guiding um you know guiding the younger generations and providing that and that it's so important that we're following the Lord and word attending church learning more about him and things like that because it is up to us because we are sinners by birth you know the babies don't they can't, they can't read the bible they have to be taught up they have to train a child in the way um you know that they should go so um yeah that's not to go on my tangent sorry but yes that's just something i wanted to that came to my mind as i'm providing but um yeah so we are all sinners by birth and sinners by practice so by practice means um you know we're not literally just practicing to go to hell but you know that may not be the intention but when we're consistently sinning and we know the word and we know the bible and we're in relationship with christ and we're still doing things on a regular
the races that is pleased him. You know, this is practicing sin. Um, our sins are like scarlet, yet by faith in Christ they shall be as white as snow. By an interest in Christ's atonement, they shall be as white as snow. Um, sorry. By an interest in Christ's atonement, though our offenses be red like crimson, they shall be as gold. That is, they shall be as white as the undyed wool. So, Lord wants to take our crimson sins and you know, cleanse them, pure, cleanse us, purify us, purify our spirit, provide us peace in His holy name. And uh, to close out this message this evening, I want to read Psalm 1, The Way of Righteousness. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doeth he meditate day and night. Yes, thank and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit, his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither. Whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the shaft, the shaft which the wind driveth away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. The Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. I want to go ahead and close this message out in prayer. Father God, I come to you again this evening to say thank you for allowing me to uh, provide this Bible teaching today. I pray that you please allow this message to reach those who need to hear it, Lord Jesus. I pray that you please bless those who are experiencing spiritual torment due to their sinful ways, Lord. May you please bless them with a comfort and a peace and know that you want what's best for us. You want us to experience consistent peace. Peace that never ends, Lord Jesus, that only you can provide. I pray and I thank you so much for your sacrifice and you rising up for us, Lord. I pray that you please continue to walk with us. Please guide those who are lost into your, back into your kingdom. And I pray that you please bless those who are uh, new babes in Christ. I pray that you bless them to know that uh, this life, in this life, you provide us with the, you know, the promises and the, uh, the grace. And uh, that when we pray to you, our prayers are heard and you deliver, Lord Jesus. Yes. As long as we walk in your, uh, in your holy will will provide us with the desires of our heart as they align with your kingdom. Yes, I pray that you please bless your children to know that um, although there may be challenges in this life because we are living in the world, but we are a Lord Jesus. I pray that you please bless your children to be free from bounds and wickedness, from bounds to, um, uh, you know, to spiritual torment, bounds to things that they feel like they could not be freed of. I pray that you just please show yourself in their life. May the ungodly have a change of heart in this day. 
and going forward, Lord Jesus, I pray that you please release your children the hateful way of yes, sinful Lord. nature, Lord. May we all leave with love for one another. And in the name of Jesus, I pray we love you, Lord, and thank you for allowing us to come together this evening, God, to speak about your holy word. In Jesus' name, I pray. Bless you, God. Amen. Amen.